Hey boo, and welcome back to my official podcast, Her Infinite Sparkle, where I give out sound advice and help to God as well as inspire young women like myself through my own personal experience. Yes, boo, I went through it so you wouldn't have to. On this week's podcast, I have two special guests, familiar guests, and I'm going to allow them to reintroduce themselves to the podcast. Hi, this is Madeline again. I'm Antoinette's co-worker, and I'm back for a third week. Hi, my name is Shalia Chandler. I was previously on the podcast Topic of the Hour, and I'm back again this week. So for this podcast, we're going to talk about why are women too busy focusing on tearing down other women versus lifting them up? I just want to say, some women view other women as competition and threats, and I really feel like it's embedded in us when we're younger, like competitions that happen when we're little kids, or people telling you that you're the prettiest or the cutest and everything, and then it causes you to, I guess, compare yourself to other people as you go along and as you grow. Yeah. Okay, um, I can agree with that. I do think that women are sometimes in competition with people about how they look. And sometimes um, when you're used to being told beautiful all the time, they can create a certain level of confidence within yourself. So your confidence can sometimes intimidate other people. That's true also. And I do feel like as little girls girls are taught to be in competition with one another one another at all times like they have beauty pageants for little girls they're taught to be in competition they're not taught to just be friends with one another and you know build foundation build foundational friendships with one another yeah i also agree with that um i do feel like that that sometimes can have an effect on how people are shaped them in their minds about how women are viewed to be in competition with each other. Yeah, definitely. And then I also see, like, some males being at the center of it because if you ever, like, notice, some girls would absolutely hate each other over a boy because he may give one of them more time of day than the other one. But really, they should partner up together to try to get past a certain situation I really feel like because of envy a lot of women choose enemies that should actually be their allies and their friends okay to dive more into that why do you think that women be in competition with each other over male attention some people just plain insecure or they have problems deep within themselves they go beyond themselves like maybe they have daddy issues or other types of problems but you shouldn't let that be the focus of why you're you know not a good woman to get along with yeah and some girls they don't have a role model to know how to get along with other women they see their probably their mothers or their um aunts um arguing over pity things that shouldn't be argued over just things you can talk out you know yeah i do um think that those relationships definitely have an influence on how women grow up Mm -hmm. to deal with other women 
But I do agree with you with the um, statement that you just made about talking things out with other women. Because a lot of times you will find women who talk at women instead of pulling them to the side and being an adult about it and saying, hey, I have this issue with you. How can we fix this or how can we move past this? They'll rather talk about you behind your back, talk about you in your face. They'll rather just talk at you and talk about you rather than pulling you to the side and saying, hey, what is the issue? I have an issue. How can we fix this? How can we move past this? The root of the issue is never found or never solved because women don't know how to be woman enough to mm-hmm. pull somebody to the side. I feel like majority of women only know how to fix romantic relationships instead of platonic relationships. But Girl. I feel like it's all the same, though. I feel like you have to look at platonic relationships and friendships like relationship because you're still trying to get to know someone mm-hmm. to build that certain relationship with them. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if people viewed friendships like that, then maybe they'll focus on their friendships like they focus on their relationships because mm-hmm. people pour so much into relationships mm-hmm. instead of pouring it into their friendships as well because it's really the same thing. Exactly, but I think that socially... We need to redefine relationship because a lot of people think it is just on a romantic level and not between friends. But how you interact with each other, no matter if it's just your friend or it's your partner of many, many years, that's a relationship. So I think that respect should be the bottom line of our relationships. And I feel that some women are more comfortable respecting a man than respecting a woman because socially that's just not what's the norm or has been the norm and then i find it especially bad in the african-american community of how some black women can treat another black woman because like based off of their socioeconomic background or their level of intellect. I feel like black women should be each other's allies more than anybody else. And it's especially sad to see, I guess, conflict and, well, I say unnecessary conflict between black women because black women should be each other's biggest fans. Yeah, I can agree with that because of the fact that in the world we live in today with a society we deal with prejudgment from everybody, every race, especially it's hard on black women because we have so many people already tearing down black women. If you're thinking about it on the pyramid level, black women tend to fall on the bottom half of their pyramid. Let's be honest. In economic, we fall on the um, bottom of the pyramid, as well as what is considered exotic, because that exotic is what's known as beautiful nowadays. Black women fall on the bottom of their pyramid. And so instead of uplifting each other and telling each other, hey, you look so well today, you're well-dressed, you're beautiful, you smell good, we would rather point out the smallest things about a black woman just to make her feel bad about that. And I don't understand why we're doing that. And that goes along with colorism as well mm-hmm. and texturism of hair that Madeline mentioned earlier because like I don't know it's like black women they hold more weight for light skinned women like they're like top tier I don't understand I feel like all black women are equal and everyone should have the same opportunities 
be who they are. It shouldn't be because you're lighter, you're more important. Mm-hmm. Or your greater hair is, your curls are um, not as coily, you're more important. It shouldn't be like that. And then it makes me think about how much of slavery or, I say, racism do we carry within carry ourselves? Within yeah. ourselves. Like, it's, it's scary that, that these are necessary learned behaviors, I don't think, because it's they're so deep-rooted, it's, it's ingrained in us. So, I don't know. Maybe some people will argue that it's environmental. You see your family members, you know, cherishing people with lighter skin more than other. But I honestly think that this is some bluest eye type stuff. Like, if you think about how black people equate goodness to whiteness, then you would see the more lighter black people getting put, you know, on a pedestal compared to other black people or darker skinned people. And I think that it's especially good for young girls to know that all black is beautiful, but being lighter is seen as being more closer to whiteness, more closer to the societal standard. So that must be what is good. I I don't know. I think that there should be some type of change made to what society deems as being beautiful, even though there have been efforts to, you know, change that. But I don't see it unless black people actually start to champion girls with 4C hair that are dark or celebrities that look like R. Lennox, for example. Those mm-hmm. type of people. Yeah, and R. Lennox was dragged on Twitter because they said she wasn't, she didn't meet societal standards of beauty. Mm-hmm. And they was wrong for that. Because she is beautiful. <laughs> she is beautiful. And I think that a lot of that also plays into what we see every day. Mm-hmm. We see the girls with the BBLs. We see the girls with the loose curls here, the frontals, and that's what everybody sees every day. So unless we change that, I don't really feel like the imagery or what we deem superior or worthy of beauty as a title is going to ever change because what we see every day is going against what is deemed beautiful. Dang, do y'all think that we do ourselves an injustice by wearing um, Europeanized styles like these wigs that we wear um, that are straight hair or trying to get relaxers and all that? Do you think that we do ourselves more harm than good by participating in these trends? I can 100% agree to saying that we do. Mm-hmm. And I don't really like to talk about sorority life because I don't want to draw attention to my sorority as what I want my platform to stand on. Mm-hmm. But I do feel like when I pledged what I pledged, at first, I'm not going to lie, I had straight hair, relaxed hair, but 
being around my line sisters, all of them had natural hair. And so when I began to talk to them and figure out why their hair was natural, I cut all my hair off and I went natural because in some way I wanted to fit in with them in a way, but I saw the beauty in why they were natural. Mm -hmm. So I do think that in some ways we can do ourselves an injustice by trying to be what society Mm -hmm. deems as beautiful. Try to assimilate because we're so um, surrounded by we're surrounded by Caucasians majority of the time. So mm-hmm. we feel like we have to we have to assimilate and be more like them in order to be accepted. We can't be ourselves. And when we're around, if you're in a Greek life, you're more around your culture. So you're mm-hmm. able to take that in and be who you really want to be. You don't have to act like you're someone else. Exactly. That's why I feel like it's so important to have sisterhood in the african-american community because you can't really find it outside of the african-american community because i can tell you going out into corporate america white women do not respect you period (laughs) they don't they don't respect you so the only sense of community and belonging that we're going to have for right now at least is within our own community so we shouldn't try to tear each other down we should try to uplift each other because we're all we have um corporate america white women do not you know respect your boundaries especially emotional boundaries in the workplace they feel like you may have attitudes when you're not having an attitude simply based off of stereotypical stigmas that they have for black women because black women are especially black women who have education and who are really striving to be who they're supposed to be and they are very intimidating yeah i feel like that goes to what i was saying earlier when you walk in that light and you walk in that confidence and you hold yourself to a certain standard like honestly I don't know how else to say it, but I honestly feel like people who are weaker than you in that light, in that aspect, they're easily intimidated by you because you won't bring yourself down or lower yourself down to their standard. Why would I? I feel like the bar is here. So why would I lower myself down to meet you? I know everything that I have going for me. So if you feel like you got to tear me down to make yourself feel good, then that's on you. Exactly. They just want to make themselves feel comfortable. Exactly. And black women have to work 10 times harder anyway to get to where they're going. It's It just depends on like where you are or whatever in the country. But down here, a white woman can have little to no education at all. Maybe not even a high school diploma can be the top of the company, but we have black women working up on her that have master's degrees or bachelor's degrees. And they can be 10 times as more productive. Hardworking. Hardworking. Educated. And actually the brains behind the operation. But because she is a white woman, she gets the position and still does not respect you as a person who they know is more capable than they are for the position they still don't treat you that way they treat you like you're beneath them or you're under them and it's really sad it's really sick if you if you ask me it's really sick because how can you allow 
the United States to keep going in the same cycle, the same direction. And then when black women have to get validation from other races, it makes them look more so up to other races then they're coming down looking down on their own and it keeps going it'll never change it's deeper than just like having jealousy or envy issues it's deeper than that because it's institutionalized Mm -hmm. it's what we've already been taught so really i feel like we just going along with it Mm -hmm. because unless we change it it's never going to change and I feel like we also have to make note that it is a difference between critiquing or giving advice mm-hmm. versus tearing someone down. Mm-hmm. Because people like to say, oh, well, you did so-and-so, so I feel like if I said something against you, you could take it because you're so strong. No, mm-hmm. that's not the case. You know exactly what you did. You know exactly how you said it. So we're not going to play those type of games because people will act like when black women stand up for themselves or when black women speak up for themselves, they have an attitude or they're being mean. No, you know what you did. Like, we're not going to play those type of games. You deserve that type of reaction. Yeah. I think that if, uh, I don't know, I don't know how long it'll take in order to try to see some type of changes, but there needs to be more community within the community. So, like, any chance you see another black woman in, like, a higher position, or you see another black woman who is achieving the goals that you want to achieve, please commend that black woman and tell her, I see you, I see what you're doing, I strive to be like you, like, It could mean the world to them because in their work environment, they may not get that same type of respect. They may not get that same type of love or recognition for who they really are. So, like, just take the time out and just love on another black woman because we need it. Because we can't get it from anybody else. Yeah, I feel like... The more we come together as a community, the more we come together as one, we have the power to shape the world. Mm -hmm. If you think about it, I don't care what nobody say. We're smarter than them. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We're more creative than them. We think wider than them. So if we just put that together, we could really change the world that we live in. But we're so busy being in competition with each other that we can't even be in a room for an hour without somebody arguing with the next person. Mm -hmm. That's true. (laughs) Well, that is it for this week's podcast. If you want to hear more, make sure you tune in each Sunday at 1111 for more for Infinite Sparkle. Also, make sure you email me at herinfinitesparkle at gmail.com for personal one-on-one advice, as well as submit things you want to hear on the podcast. And remember, we were all born to sparkle. What's your sparkle?